front lines. Men on the front lines. Men on the front lines. Men on the front lines. We call for these mighty men of valor. The Lord put a vision in my heart for a new movement amongst men in the body of Christ. The Lord says that I'm going to make champions out of those who would gather unto me. And I believe what men on the front lines will do. And I see it going into the nations. He's going to raise the bar among men. It's time for heroes to arise. I'm Robert Hodgkin, and this is Heroes Arise. Men on the Front Lines, social media broadcast, equipping, encouraging, and empowering you to arise as the hero, warrior, and champion that God created you to be. You matter, you are important, and you've got a key role to play for the kingdom and the earth. So thanks for joining me again this week so we can continue to pour into you. You know, these are interesting days we live in. They're epic, they're historic. And you know, one of the things they're marked by is all the voices coming at us all the time. We've got mainstream media talking at us. We've got social media talking at us. We've got the government talking at us, the left, the right. They're talking at us, talking at us advertising talking at us. We've got neighbors, friends, family members, coworkers talking at us. Our flesh is talking at us. The world is talking at us. And so many of the voices coming at us are fueled by and filled with fear and anger and divisiveness and rancor. With all that chatter, with all that noise coming at us all the time, I don't think it's ever been more important that we than that that we hear God's voice so we can have his message of hope and encouragement so that he can build our faith he can remind us that he's got a plan and we are a part of it. If we know how to tune into God's voice in seasons like this then all that other stuff just sort of fades away other than we know how to deal with it all. But the challenge is when there's so much chatter, when there's so much noise coming at us all the time, God's so wise, he'll often speak to us in a very different tone, a very different tenor, on a very different frequency. He'll speak in quiet and creative ways that will mark it as his voice, mark it as different. But if we don't know how to tune into that, if we're not aware of how to, to be sensitive to that frequency, we might miss it. But here's the thing I can guarantee you. God is absolutely speaking to you. And by the end of today's show, you are going to be much more aware of how to hear his voice, even when, maybe even especially when, he's speaking in quiet and creative ways to differentiate his voice from all the chatter and the noise that's out there all the time. But just before we get into that, and I bring in my special guest and dear friend this week, I've got a couple announcements for you. First of all, I want to make sure you were aware, March 20th and 21st, Monday evening and Tuesday evening, we are continuing our free uh, uh, webinar series, our free, we're doing these teachings and, and empowerment series of webinars. It's Monday evening, Tuesday evening, March 21st and March 22nd, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And we've been doing them, as you know, um, on, on the prophetic, on intercession, on the glory realm, on spiritual warfare. The last one I did was all about how to carve out realms of power in the spirit. This one, 
March 21st and 22nd is all about the power of the secret place, how to dwell in and how to live from that secret place of union, communion, friendship, and fellowship with God. All the blessings and all the benefits we receive when we dwell in that place, when we inhabit that place, that's the overlap of heaven into the earth. But also, we're going to expose the tricks and traps of the enemy that keep us from getting into the secret place, as well as give you strategic keys on how to not only enter into the secret place, but inhabit it, dwell in it, live from it, so you can become an even more powerful kingdom come conduit into the earth in this hour. If you want to register for this free event, um, go to patriciakingministries.com, go to the events page, and you'll see the power of the secret place with a picture of me. All you have to do is click on that and register. It's absolutely free, but you do need to register so we can get you the link to the private live stream. We've had, we've had hundreds and even thousands of people joining us for these things, so make sure you go and register and secure your spot. The other event I want to make sure you guys know about is then later that same week, March 24th to the 26th, we've got our Man Camp East Coast 2022 event. Guys, you do not want to miss this. This is our annual men's retreat, our annual weekend of brotherhood, breakthrough, and adventure. I'll be there, Brad Carter will be there, Ben Hughes will be there, but I want to see you there because truly, even though there is, is great times of worship and fellowship and mentoring and ministry, what makes these weekends the life-changing weekends that they are, are the men like you who come and the time we spend together and pressing into God, pressing into worship, pressing into the word, the times we're, we're fellowshipping. These are life-transforming weekends. They're weekends of empowerment. You will get so rooted and grounded in your certainty of sonship. You will explode out of these weekends knowing that you're God's solution, that you're God's answer for every sphere of influence you're in and sphere that you're called to. So make sure to secure your spot for our East Coast event. It's in Rose Hill, North Carolina. We're doing it at Rockfish Meadows Campground again. You can go to menonthefrontlines.com, click the events link, and you'll see the banner for Man Camp East Coast 2022. Register. If you have any questions, you can email me directly if you'd like. A lot of the questions will be answered by the event page at menonthefrontlines.com. But you can also email me directly, robert at menonthefrontlines.com. I'll answer any of your questions. I'll make sure you get the registration link. So let's get you there for that weekend. And to all our wonderful sisters who watch the show, hey, do your husband a favor. Do your son a favor. Do your brother a favor. Do your male pastor a favor. Send him to the weekend because you'll end up getting blessed because the men come home more aware of who they are as sons of God, who they are as men of God. It'll be a great gift that you give to your husband or brother or son, but it'll also be a gift that you give to yourself and to your family. All right, with all of that, let's get into this week's topic. Let me bring in my special guest, Jody Hughes. There you are. How are you, my friend? Hey, g'day. It's good to be with you, Robert. 
thanks so much for taking time. I was saying just before we started recording that you are part of making history on Heroes Arise. Not only are you our fourth uh, female guest ever, um, you join the, the wonderful sisterhood of uh, Patricia King, Katie Souza, Kim Moss, and now Come you, my, my friend and the amazing Jody Hughes. But this is the first time <laughs> we've ever had back-to-back -back female guests. So thank you wow. so, so much for being with us oh, this week. It's exciting. Ben and it I is, just and love and honor you I'm, so much, so it's fun. I'm thrilled to have you for this topic because you are not only you and your husband, Ben, are dear friends of mine and Yuri's. Um, we love you. We appreciate you. You're, 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 you're the perfect example of what true friends are, not only in the, ba the battles, but in the laughter and in the fun times. But you're also a prophet. You are a revivalist. You are an evangelist. You are seasoned in hearing the voice of God but not only for the big booming prophetic messages to announce to the body of Christ what God is saying, the seasons that we're in. But one of my favorite things about you, Jody, is the intimacy you have with God, the friendship you have with God. You've established this realm, and you are truly an expert, not only in hearing God's voice, but in hearing the creative ways, the quiet ways, the special ways, the intimate ways, the relationship-building ways that God speaks. And you heard me in the intro about all the voices coming at us in this hour and how important it is that we hear from God. I know you, and I know that you would agree with me, that we can be certain God is always speaking. In hours like this, he's often speaking in different ways, quiet ways, creative ways. But what I'd like yeah. to start is by asking you, why does it seem in times like this, that he chooses to speak that way, when when in the, our, our own self, we'd be like, God, just shout, just get a billboard and put it up outside the house. Why does he tend to speak in these quiet, creative, different ways, different tenors, different tones in seasons like this, when there's so much shouting at us all the time? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. And I, I think some of the answers are just very practical and normal, because strangely the spiritual is often practical and God is the master communicator number one and so he knows our language and he knows how to get a message through to us he knows how to ensure that we've heard what he's saying and so sometimes I believe God just speaks in a way that's creative and different because it cuts through the noise and so in a season where there is, like you're rightly saying, I, you know, I don't think any of us can remember a season where it's been so noisy and so hard to just find that place of stillness and peace. And God knows how to cut through that direct into our hearts in a way that will uniquely and personally just speak direct to us. You know, a, a good example, this is a really good way to explain it because you can all tell that I'm Australian and I have an Aussie accent and everywhere we go, specifically in America, that's where I live right now, uh, you know, people will comment on our accent and they'll say they love it and can you just speak some more, which always amazes me I'm like we're just being ourselves right but our Aussie accent in an American setting cuts through because it's different and it's the same with the creative ways God speaks to us he'll speak through sometimes a dream sometimes a still small voice sometimes a an image that he keeps bringing before us but he'll do it in a way that will cut through the noise and speak to us because it stands out because it is different so it's not like everything else it's different and it'll resonate with us and mean something to us 
That's I, I love the thing about the accent. That's so true. Um, and it, it, because it's unique, it stands out. Um, one of the things I was thinking when you were when you were sharing all of that wisdom was so much of this has to do with intimacy and relationship. You know, I think that's one of the things that we always have to be gently reminded of, that when we said yes to Jesus Christ, we didn't really say yes to a religion. We said yes to a relationship. And I mean, I I say this often, and, and I hope people understand me, but Christianity isn't a religion. We talk about it as a religion just so they know where to put the books in the bookstore. You know, it's like the religious section, put it there. But it's not that we don't have wisdom from God, because religions are all about things, wise things to do to so you can make your life better or you can curry favor with a deity so that, that you will be blessed. And obviously, that's not what we've said yes to. We've said yes to everything Jesus has done for us and his love for yeah. us. So when we remember that this is all about a relationship, then all of a sudden, to me, it makes some sense that in seasons of all these loud screaming messages of manipulation, of lies, of fear, that of course God's going to speak in a quieter way because he wants to soothe us. He wants to draw us in. I remember something Bobby Connor, and hopefully our audience knows Bobby Connor. He's an amazing prophet um, who's been around for a long time, decades. Um, And I got to meet him years ago when I was new in ministry. Whenever I got around prophets, I'd always ask him the question, what's the most common way you hear from God? And almost every single one of them said, still small voice. And I'd heard Bobby share all these stories, Jody, you've probably heard them too, of like angels showing up in his backyard, like showing up so visibly and so loud, he went into his backyard because he thought there was a helicopter hovering over the backyard, but it was the beating of the angel's wings. You know, vivid, vivid things like this. And I'm thinking, Bobby, you're saying the most common way you hear from God is the still small voice. Why? With all the ways you see, all the ways you hear. And his answer, Jody, was... Well, actually, the longer I'm at this, the quieter God's voice is getting. And that really amazed me. I said, why is that? And he said, well, think about it. The quieter you speak, the closer you have to come. God's all about intimacy. He's all about relationship. And I've, I've thought about that. Now, when I teach prophetic schools all over the world, I tell that story and I use this example of like, if I come home from being on the road for weeks at a time, I can walk in the door and I can shout, honey, I'm home. And that makes, she knows I'm home. But what I really want to do is draw her into my arms and whisper in her ear, Yuri, I missed you. Yuri, I love you. Yuri, oh, I'm so glad to be back with you. And that's going to be a still, small, quiet voice. So talk a little bit about intimacy with God and how intimacy with God actually, because we can get trapped in that, like, God, why don't you make it clear? And it's like, well, he is making it clear. He's just doing it in a way that will also build intimacy, because let's face it, in intimacy, trust also gets built. Um, um, Hope gets built faith in this one who has me in his arms has me in this season gets built talk a little bit about creating intimacy with god growing in intimacy with god and how that helps us hear from god yeah well i think it's important to remember i love how you were explaining that what bobby said that was amazing um i think it's important for us all to remember that hearing god isn't about a formula and it's not about an intellectual pursuit 
it is about friendship, it's relationship. And so spending time in God's presence and just spending time doing the things that some of us would say, are, you know, sometimes we would call them even the boring things, except that they're not. Because when we're spending time leaning into God's presence, he's the creator of the universe. How can that ever be boring? And uh, as we grow that friendship, that is how we grow hearing the voice of God. And as we grow the foundation of friendship and we grow in hearing the still small voice of the Lord, we also grow in the other ways God speaks to us and recognizing his voice through the burning bush encounters in our life. But it all begins with friendship, which is the basic thing, spending time in his presence, spending time reading his word, making space so that if we say that God is a priority to us, that actually our lives reflect that we've made space for him and made a priority of space for him. And, and I like to say when I talk about that, that we should never come at this with a, a legalistic perfectionist point of view because that steals the joy out of it. The thing that I've discovered in growing with my friendship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, is that he's more joyful and more playful than I ever imagined. And hearing the voice of God is an adventure. And yes, there's moments where God corrects us. There's moments of fear of the Lord. There's holiness. That is all part of it. God is many faceted. But many of us think that's all he is. And he's playful and joyful. And he loves to be creative with us. He loves to make us laugh. He loves to say things in a way that only we would get just like your best friend would or right. your husband or your wife. When, you know, for instance, if you're into superheroes, you can have an entire conversation about superheroes. God knows that about us. And he will speak to us in ways that yeah. grab our attention. You know, I love in a... Proverbs 25, I believe it is, where it says it's the glory of God to conceal the matter. It's the glory of kings mm. to search it out. What does that mean? Simply, you know, it simply means this, that God conceals things never to hide them from us, but to hide them for us. Because just like a little kid, our little children, those of us with parents and nieces and nephews, isn't it amazing when you see them learn how to walk? Yeah. the joy on their face or they discover a new word and just that's all they want to say for the next month like you know I remember when Keely our daughter discovered more it was like that's all we heard about for a while more 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 it's the same actually with us God loves uh, well let me put it this way God knows that when we discover something for ourselves through connecting with the still small voice we've got it you can hear something through someone else, but when you go on that journey of discovery, of seeking out what God's saying to you, you'll never forget. You'll never forget because it comes alive inside us and it becomes a connection point and a growing point. And I'll add, you know, I'll just throw this in while I'm talking about it. One of the greatest ways to grow in hearing, understanding the voice of the Lord is to keep a track of our own personal language with the Lord, because just like you've got a language with your husband and wife or your best mates, it's the same with the Lord. He'll refer to certain things to us sometimes, and it will mean something to us that it won't mean to someone else. Yeah. Grab a hold of that and, and record it and steward it, because as we steward what God says to us, we grow in our unique friendship with the Lord. And there's the key right there. It's unique and it's personal. God is not a textbook. 
he is a living king and a living God and he speaks actual real personal things to us and what a joy to hear the voice of the Lord it changes everything yeah it is pretty amazing when you realize and I know we say this kind of thing all the time but this is when we realize that God the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, all the reverent titles we have for him. But when we realize he really wants to sit with us and commune with us yeah. and talk with us and share with us, that's that's a really amazing thing. Really humbling, but really exciting. And how could we not want to grow in that? Just just like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story. I hope you don't mind. You know, I met you and Ben years ago when we were all filming segments down at God TV. Actually, we yeah. were staying in the same hotel and I was waiting for the car to come to get us to take us to dinner. And you guys yeah. came outside uh, as well. And we didn't know each other at all. Yeah. And somehow we just got to chatting a little bit. And then all of a sudden we realized, oh, we're all getting in the same car going to dinner because you guys were filming the next day. I had filmed that day and we hadn't crossed paths yet. But at dinner, I got to sit across from you guys and get to know you and just immediately felt this sense of connection, of joy, of friendship, of the gift. And you guys have been such a gift in my life, in, in Yuri's life. And the gift is the gift of friendship. Now, again, and we know each other well enough, I can say this. I know how anointed you and Ben are. I know the power that you walk in, the wisdom that you walk in. I know how you've stewarded revivals. I know that you are help creating the way for another great revival that's coming. I respect and appreciate all of that. But for me, our friendship, the friends that you guys have been to, Yuri and I, means so much to me. And when I think... I, I, I became, I guess the best way to say this, what I'm stumbling through is I became friends with you guys before I realized what big deals you were. And, and, and I mean that like, it's a gift. It's like, oh yeah, they're amazing. And I brag about you guys everywhere. Cause I think you're amazing, but I love you as my friends. And when we realize God, the biggest of big deals, obviously, but he wants to be our friend. That doesn't mean he stops yeah. being king or Lord or Messiah or savior or in charge, but when he wants to be our yeah. friend, I think if we lean into that, we can't help but grow in intimacy and yeah. hearing him. And I well, want to ask this because, oh, sure, go ahead. This go ahead. In. If you fast forward to the end of our lives, when it's all rolled up and we find ourselves in heaven, what are the words that Jesus says to us? Well done, my good and faithful friend. Mm. It's all about friendship. Mm. And as we grow our friendship, that's how we navigate this life and enter into the next life. Jesus is looking for friendship because from friendship, everything else grows. Amen. Yeah. You know, and that, I mean, that sums it up. I know we're talking about the prophetic voice of the king, but everything right. comes back to friendship. And if we're not, you know, I, I think you heard me say this the other day, but if ever there was a season where we need to hear the razor sharp voice of the Lord, we found that season, right? But yeah. I think so many of us look for complicated ways to, you know, find the key to this and find the strategy for that. And how are we going to navigate this? And, and to me, I, I love to keep things simple. It's really simple. Grow our yeah. friendship with Jesus. He has the words of wisdom of all eternity. If you grow your friendship, you're going to know the keys to the season. That's so good. 
You know, one of the things that I usually address when when training people in the prophetic is because I always like to give people, you know, the context, obviously scriptural yeah. context. We know God's there. We know he'll never leave us nor abandon us. We know he calls us friend. We way before we yeah. say anything, he calls us friend. We get to be friends with him. But I also always like to talk about the things that can get in the way, trip us up, whether it's the traps yeah. of the enemy or or. And I think the two biggest things that I see again and again and again are um, expectation. And what I mean by that is we expect it to be a certain way. Like I'll use myself as an example. I'll tell a story on myself. I didn't get saved till I was almost 40. I almost immediately got called into full-time ministry and I got launched out into ministry serving with Patricia King, a general and a prophet. Mm -hmm. And I was around and serving all these amazing men and women of God and who were inhabiting the voice of, or sorry, the, the office of prophet. And I'm constantly hearing stories about open-eyed visions, about um, um, audible voices, um, all these things. And to the point of where I was thinking at one point, I don't know that I even hear from God because everybody's getting audible voices. Everybody's getting open-eyed visions. I even, I'm almost 20 years into being a Christian. It'll be 20 years here in a, at the end of this year. I've only heard the audible voice of God once in 20 years. But when my expectation was it's audible voice, it's open-eyed vision, or I'm not hearing, I actually went through a season where I thought, I don't think I even hear God. And the Lord had to, and I won't go into the whole story, but the Lord had to interrupt that with, he actually whispered, because I'm a still small voice guy, he whispered a question, because I was complaining about it, to be honest, in my prayer yeah. chair, and the <laughs> Lord whispered a question to me, said, well, who are you complaining to? I'm like, what's the brain to you, God? Because I'm not getting open eye visions. And I started like yelling. He's like, well, who are you yelling at? I'm like, I'm yelling at you because I'm not hearing you. And all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, we're talking, we're hearing. So I think one of the mistakes we make, Jody, is we rank things and we think, well, the yes. really big stuff is the audible voice, the open eyed vision. Yes. And we don't cherish, like I, I now cherish the still small voice. Yeah. I cherish yeah. the, 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 the green light of grace that I know he's saying this way, not that way. If I get an yeah. open-eyed vision, great. Occasionally I, I see little stuff, but I love the faint impression. And I think of it all as like, it's from him. So it's all precious. So yeah. I think one of the things we have to avoid is ranking communication from God, yes. because otherwise it'd be like, well, I only want to hear from my wife if I'm sitting on the couch, holding her hand, looking into her eyes. Everything else, no. Yeah. Tell you what, if I'm over in Cambodia and I wake up one morning and there's an email from Yuri, I don't delete it and go, who cares? I'm not sitting on the couch looking her in the eyes. I'm thinking, oh, it's an email from Yuri. What's she got to say? What's going on? How's life back home? So what are other things you can think of that we might need to get past an expectation or a ranking or thinking it has to look like this yeah. or it will look like this? What are other yeah. things that we can we can be on the lookout that are traps for the enemy that will keep us from hearing God's voice? Yeah, well, I love what you were saying because there is no way, there's no particular way of hearing from God that is more elite than another way. And so I love what you were just saying then, Robert, because I think it is really true. That becomes a roadblock to people if you think you have to hear God in a certain way to be hearing God. But then growing and expanding our recognition of the actual language and the ways that God speaks to us will help open up 
more and more of us hearing from the Lord and recognizing how we already are hearing from God. For instance, many people hear God through nature. And yet they don't recognize immediately that when they're out in nature and they see a rainbow or, you know, a field just starts to have a, 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 it changes how you feel on the inside and you feel peace and you can sense God with you. That's the way that God speaks and it's valid, just like reading the word of God and suddenly a Bible verse leaps off the page to you or having a dream or having an encounter, or just sitting there and suddenly knowing that the Lord is with me and feeling and sensing his peace. All of those are valid mm -hmm. and biblical ways of hearing from the voice of the Lord. But, you know, a way, another roadblock, what you're talking about is when we get so complicated, we make things so complicated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it again. It's meant to be simple. And sometimes we can get to that point where we're making everything, you know, got to do this, got to do that, making a perfectionist, uh, just making it perfectionist rather than keeping it very simple. Let me give you a really good example. You know, one of the, uh, I guess, modern day burning bushes that is a way that God seems to be speaking to many people right now. And when I say many, it is many, but it's not everyone. So if it's not you, that doesn't make these people more elite, right? But God seems to be speaking through seeing the repetition of uh, number sequences a lot to people. And let me say this, it's believers and non-believers. Like for instance, seeing 1111 or 2222 and people will wake up in the night cons you know, consistently for weeks or look at their phone and see 1111 or 2222, they go buy the groceries is it, and it's $11, 11, uh, 11 cents, you know what I mean? And it just chasing them down to the point where they're like, I'm not actually going crazy. What the heck is going on? I'm recognizing this is like a burning bush encounter, but I'm not sure what you're saying. And God will take us on a journey where he conceals a matter and we search it out and he'll speak to us. And for those that are watching going, well, what does it mean? I'll just tell you 1111 to me means John 1111, which says my friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. So it's, it's a mess. It's like a personal spiritual wake up of I'm with you my resurrection power is with you it's a season of Lazarus style comeback so let faith arise that your circumstances are not are not there to dictate our future to us God's there to override that and let's partner with Lazarus style comebacks and resurrection power amen but my point is this if that's one of the modern day ways that God is speaking to you we need to recognize that there are times where we don't need to be led by the encounter or uh, stuck by the encounter. Does that make sense? Stuck in perpetual confusion. There are times when we need to make the main thing the main thing. That means what is God saying to me through this? And then recognize that sometimes I am just seeing 1111 and other times I'll feel the breath of the Lord on it. And I know that God's speaking to me right now. And we don't need to get goofy with stuff. I think that's one of the pitfalls sometimes of us more prophetically minded people. We right. don't need to get goofy about it. We can recognize when sometimes it's just numbers on a clock and other times when God's actually chasing us down with something and keep the main thing, the main thing. Ultimately, signs, wonders, and God's voice lead us to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so keeping the main thing, the main thing, always keeps us centered and it keeps us in that space of just hearing from the Lord and not getting goofy with it.
Does that make sense? Because yeah, I, I think that that's a pitfall for many of us. We can make it complicated. We can make it goofy. Keep the main thing, the main thing, and you're going to be excited and have childlike joy at the different ways that God is speaking to us. I really like how you call those burning bush moments. Because, I mean, as we all know, Exodus 3, because God uses the burning bush to get Moses' attention, and then God speaks to him. It says yeah. it says something, like, it's not right in front of me, but it says something like, when God saw he had Moses' attention, he spoke to him. You know, Moses yeah. chose to turn aside to investigate the burning bush, and when God saw he had his attention, he spoke. So I think when we realize that these are the 11-11, the 22-22, the, the, you know, it might be a symbol or an image, or I keep seeing, or you know, sunrise. sunflowers everywhere, or a sunrise, yeah. but when we realize, oh, this is a burning bush, this is God getting my attention so that he can speak to me, then we see this as the invitation to everything we already talked about, the intimacy, the friendship. Yeah. Lord, what are you saying to me? Because one of the challenges I, oh, oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned it yet. Everybody, I want to make sure you know about Jody's book, The King's Prophetic Voice, where she goes into so much detail and so much depth into everything we're talking about and shares so much wisdom. This will help you tune into God's voice and learn how not just to hear God, so I'm hearing him, but grow in that friendship, grow in that intimacy. Because Jody, you do such a great job talking about all this stuff in the book. And this burning bush thing is so important because now yeah. when we see 11-11, we're not hyper-spiritualizing or almost paganly worshiping at the altar of 11-11. We realize, oh, God is getting my attention with this. <clears throat> and then if we don't immediately, because I've woken up at times in the middle of the night, which bluntly I don't like. When God gets me up in the middle of the night, he knows it's going to take a while. He's got angels pushing on the mattress saying, get up. And eventually I do. If I look at the clock and see what time it is, a lot of times my only response is, are you kidding me? It's 3.11 in the morning. But then there's times I'm like, oh, it's yeah. it's 3.33. I got to get up. God is wanting me yeah. to cry out to him for something. But I've gotten up, seen the clock, sat down and thought, Lord, is there something in the time that you're waking me up? And I don't get anything. And I'm fine with that because I know it's God getting my attention by waking me up. Or there's times you know, God, you're highlighting this to me again and again and yes. again, like you say, but I'm not yeah. getting what it means. When we realize it's a burning bush, and it's just yeah. about God getting our attention, then that sense of failure, not hearing, I don't hear, because that's the other big limitation I hear people say all the time, I don't hear from God, because they're not getting the audible voice, the open-eyed vision. When we realize it's all just an invitation for intimacy, I've gotten up some nights and spent two hours sitting with him, just being with him, not getting what the meaning of 311 is but realizing it's not that important right now. And then maybe a week later, I'll go, oh, that's what the I remember for ages, God was highlighting 1133, the time to me, I saw it all the time. Wow. And you know, I read all the books about the numbers and what they mean and what they mean. And I was getting so frustrated because none of those landed. Then I finally, this was, this was early in my walk with God. Finally, I had the common sense because I didn't realize it was a burning bush moment of saying, God, what is this all about? And I sat with him for a while. And all of a sudden, I remembered, talk about a dumb moment. Wait, the house I grew up in was 1133 Croydon Road. Wow. And God said, yes, 1133. 
I want you to know your home. And this is a very long story, but I had moved down to the desert to start the U.S. ministry with Patricia and Ron, and I really wrestled with living in the desert. I missed Montana. I missed the mountains. I missed the lakes. I missed my life there. And God, for months, had been showing me your home, your home. Let go of the fear. Let go of the anxiety. Let go of the, how am I going to get back to Montana? This is home. You're in the right place. And I didn't find 1133 meaning home anywhere. It wasn't until I realized, God, you're highlighting something, but I'm not getting it. I'm not seeing in the numbers book. What is it? So I think when your term, the burning bush is so important that we realize this is simply God saying, come spend time with me. Let me speak to you. Yeah. Well, I love that because that's, you know, the whole purpose of even writing the book is exactly what you're talking about, that God's voice is personal and that the keys to growing and hearing him is exactly what you've done. Asking Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? What do you mean? Searching out the matter and then trusting that God will drop in us what he's saying, sometimes in the moment, sometimes next week, sometimes next year. But God will speak to us and explain and it will always be personal. You know, I often think about like, for instance, the magic in the Bible, the Magi that followed a star that found Jesus. So right there's a a great example of God showing us that, that his prophetic voice leads to Jesus. But it's also a really good example of God showing us that he'll speak to us in ways that are personal and unique to us, just like those numbers to you actually were representing Uh, home and to someone else it may represent something completely different right and so we ask the holy spirit to lead us but those magi had given a lifetime to study the stars and to grow their intellect and so god spoke to them through a star because that was their unique training and language and what they loved it was a personality trait to discover and and study and it was also a gifting in their life that they grew to understand the stars and the heavens and so it doesn't seem strange at all that their burning bush was actually a star in the sky and their burning bush the star led them straight to Jesus so the question is what's our what's your burning bush right now Because there's always a combination of that still small voice, the word of God and burning bush encounters. And it will be different for all of us. Some of us, it will be, you know, repetitious numbers right now, or it will be a dream that we're having or something that God's highlighting in the natural or just a sense and a hope we have that's uh, urging us forward. But it will be a burning bush encounter that God's leading us deeper into Jesus and giving us the wisdom and the direction for the season and so the key as you rightly say is turning aside asking Holy Spirit what he's saying trusting him that he will speak and uh, stewarding stewarding what he's saying to us which means not ignoring it what if like we often say what if the magi had decided in their instance oh that's just a star in the sky what if Mary, mother of God, and said, oh, that's just an angel that showed up in the night. What if Joseph, you know, adopted father of Jesus, what if what if he had said when he had the dream to move nations, he'd gone, oh, that was just a pizza dream. Or what if, you know, Moses had gone, oh, that's just a burning bush. That's just a fire in the desert. I don't need to stop and lean in. All these little moments where you feel the Holy Spirit on something, our burning bush, 
they can just give us joy in our day or they can actually be giving us direction for our future. And so let's not ignore the burning bush encounters. Let's lean in with childlike joy, grow our friendship and know that God will speak to us. Outstanding. Jody. I've got one more question for you, but before I do, let everybody know where they can get the book, how they can order it, how they can uh, get more from you, hear more from you. But I know they're going to be interested in the book because other things that we haven't had a chance to talk about them, everybody. But Jody talks about dreams. She talks about vision. She talks about numbers. She talks about symbols. She goes deep into all of it. But what I love about her and her ministry and this book in particular is it's not a encyclopedia of this is what this means all the time. It really is a beautiful way of training you in <clears throat> growing in intimacy and relationship with God yeah. so that he will be your encyclopedia. He'll be yeah. the source of interpreting what those burning bushes mean. Jody, where can they get the King's prophetic voice? Amen. Uh, yes, you can. Our ministry is called Pour It Out Ministries. So you can reach us through pouritout.org, pouritout.org, and you can get uh, the King's Prophetic Voice through our website there, or it's uh, from Amazon, and you can you can reach us on all the socials, all the platforms, all the normal places. You'll find us there under Pour It Out. Fantastic. Jody, the, the one other question that I was thinking about was, you know, um, we all know how important it is that we stay rooted and grounded in the word, um, yeah. especially when it comes to the prophetic, especially when it comes to, I think, the symbols, the, the visions, the, the God's unique language. You know, even for me, like with 1133, when he spoke to me and I knew it was him, my training from Patricia has always been, Lord, show me in the word, because that's our safe place. You know, that's our plumb line, his truth. But what do we do when it is that really unique thing? Like, uh, you know, just for a crazy example, I had a friend once that kept seeing this image in their imagination, in their mind's eye of a burrito, but it was filled with jelly beans. And they knew not, not, you know, like pinto beans or refried beans. They knew it was God. But obviously, there's no mention of a burrito made from jelly beans in the Bible. How do yeah. we take those creative, brilliant, wonderful, oftentimes personal things God is speaking to us, but still allow him to root those things in the safe place, the word of God, so we can be certain and we have that foundation to stand upon it and contend for it? Yeah. Well, it's like you say, it's important to know that God will never say anything that violates his word. Right. So one of the keys is knowing his word. But when we know his word, we know from cover to cover, it's full of creative, supernatural, prophetic encounters from cover to cover. And so when something in our own life happens, like you say, like, you know, a burrito with jelly beans, or for me, you know, God has highlighted elephants at different times or right. flamingos. And, you know, you kind of, at first you're like, what? what what is it about an elephant right now some of the simple keys are like you say just ask the holy spirit to reveal to you and then go on that searching out a matter mm -hmm. because the glory and the adventure of the searching it out trust that god will start to speak to you know that if something is like look if your word was starting to lead you down a path away from God. It's not from God. It's that simple. Right. But if it's yep. leading you on an adventure into passion and hunger after Jesus, then it's from the Lord. And trust as you search out, this is really key, research something, 
ask Holy Spirit. And when I say research, not in a, you know, a manic kind of, I got to know, just allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. Like with elephants for me, it took me on a journey of knowing God was actually speaking to me about how elephants could feel water under the ground through their feet. And it became this whole message download to me of a season of redigging the wells of revival. And it became this joy. There were so many things. I won't go into it for, you know, because of time, but there were so many things. Um, it became a modern day parable. God speaking about elephants to me, about revival and redigging the wells, all from God just highlighting an elephant. And I tell you, the joy of that message, it's one of my favorite personal messages. It's one of my favorite messages to preach, all because there's such joy on it, because God was having fun with me, showing me a spiritual truth from a very natural thing. So search it out, ask the Holy Spirit, don't get manic about it, don't overcomplicate it, have joy with it and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you, steward it, record it and just go on a journey, keep it simple, keep the main thing, the main thing, it's about Jesus and if it takes you anywhere else than him, it's not from him. That's excellent, you know I think we need to remember that God's a romantic, all we have to do is yeah. read Song of Songs and he loves to woo. And I think sometimes when we're seeing these things over and over again, if we're not getting the meaning, we can, you know, make the mistake of seeing it as a frustration. Like, God, why aren't you telling me what it means? As opposed to realizing God keeps yeah. sending me flowers. God keeps sending me love gifts. God is wooing me into his presence. He's romancing yeah. me. He's drawing me. When we see it that way, then the researching becomes a joy. Then the research becomes, oh, Lord, we're going to spend some time together reading about elephants or reading about flamingos or and you'll speak to me in that. I think I think what you said is so good. We've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Jesus loves us. We've responded to that, that love by saying yes to him. And the invitation yeah. after yes is to walk with him. And often yeah. walking with him is being wooed by him and going yeah. deeper into the relationship and the romance and the friendship. And knowing you, Jody, and knowing uh, your, your wonderful husband, Ben, you guys are brilliant at that. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do as we close. Um, do me a favor and pray for our audience. We have yeah. one of the best audiences. They're so hungry. They always want to receive. And I can feel how stirred they've been by all that you've shared. So yeah. pray for them and part to them, whatever Holy Spirit leads you in. Yeah, well, I'm so glad you're all with us. So yeah, I just put out your hands even if you can and just receive. And so even right now, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you are with each and every one of us. And God, I just ask for an impartation of hunger, of childlike hunger after you, Jesus. Lord, that you would reactivate our passion after you. Take us to new levels. God, wherever we would say we are right now, I ask that oil be poured out on our hearts, that you would kindle and rekindle the flames in our heart after you, God, that you'd impart to us a contagious fire even right now and a contagious joy and a contagious childlike excitement for this season, God, that regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the stuff and the noise, that you're the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and you're speaking to us and you're giving us downloads so I silence the noise right now and I speak an upgrade of clarity and an upgrade of ease to hear your voice God I thank you that you are taking us on an adventure in you and you're giving us specific downloads that will show us who we are in you show us what you think of us and show us the wisdom of the ages for the season that we're stepping into 
God, I just thank you for an impartation of increase, of hearing your whispers and your still small voice and not to miss the burning bush encounters in our life. You're going to really have a great season, friend. This is a good season. And I speak that hope into your hearts right now. Amen. Jody, Amen. thank you so much. Hey, um, guys, remember, it's the King's Prophetic Voice. Um, really, not only a, a book that will help you grow in hearing God's voice, but it'll help you grow. Why am I always so bad at getting the cover in the frame? <laughs> um, it's everything goes <laughs> reverse. Um, but it'll not only help you grow in hearing God's voice, really, to me, the, the most important and the most blessed thing about this book is it'll help you grow in friendship and intimacy with God. And then the yeah. communication just becomes simple. Um, it just happens. So Jody, one other thing, let everybody know about yeah, pouritout.org is the website. That's a great hub where they can order resources, find out all about you. But let them know about the gather live streams you do for God TV and then where they can see your show on the show you and Ben do on God TV. And also tell them about the show you guys do for Sid Roth. Yeah, well, we have a we have a show that uh, we do with Sid Roth every uh, week, and you can watch that on Facebook or on its Supernatural app on the ISN network. We've also got the back episodes of that on our website at pouritout.org so that you can watch those. They're amazing. They're actually like a series of just really relational, fun, supernatural schools. So I encourage you to... Uh, Go and watch some of those. You'll love them. And at the same time, every week on uh, Arizona time at five o'clock, we do gather, um, which is on God TV's Facebook page. And it's an interactive time of ministry so that if you jump on, you can actually have us pray for you live and we see live healings, miracles, impartation. People are getting the fire of God. It's a really great time. If you're looking for a space to have interactive prayer and listen, I'll tell you every single week, this is our favorite part, Ben and I, every single week, we started this at the beginning of the COVID lockdown. So just over over uh, a year now we've been doing those and every single week people have been saved online thousands and thousands now that have come to Jesus and I tell you what if you just need a boost of hope go and watch that for one week yes. Yes. because seeing people live on social media give their lives to Jesus it does something to you I tell you what that's how we keep the main thing the main thing in this season yes. just making it about the gospel and hope and seeing salvation I'm wrecked and I know you're seeing the same Robert through all that you're doing online and in person. I'll tell you, the harvest is ripe. Yes. Get that in you. You'll never be the same again. Yeah. And I want to echo what you said to everybody, Jody, if you need an infusion of hope and infusion of faith, if you need a touch from the Lord, definitely the gather live streams that they do. I have been on there with them sometimes and uh, on a few occasions and we, they, they, I, I marvel at, at what they flow and how tangible God is moving through the internet for people yeah. being healed, getting prophetic words, getting saved. It, 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 it will create, I love that you guys called it gather because I see this community of the people coming and gathering with you and getting a touch from Jesus and everything we talked about at the top. It's such an easy way. It's a way you can make an appointment to hear from God in the midst of all the other messages 
messages that are out there. And then, yeah, like you said, what you guys do for It's Supernatural Network, that show is such an easy way to get trained up, raised up in the supernatural in a, in a, in a very simple way. Um, I, you guys flow so powerfully in the supernatural but what i love and it's a charismatic cliche but you make the supernatural natural because it's supposed to be and it's it it's is. like if you if you haven't had a chance to go to one of jody and ben's supernatural training schools you can watch their back episodes of that show and it's very similar you'll be very much empowered Jody, I know you got a lot going on, and I'm so, so grateful that you took time to be with uh, the Heroes Arise audience today. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. It's been fun. We love you. Uh, we love you guys, too. Uh, I get emotional when I think about what incredible friends you were for you and I in this last season. Our audience, you've been amazing. You've been praying for us. You know the good report. I want to I wanna brag on Ben and Jody way more than being apostles and prophets and revivalists and evangelists. They are about the best possible friends anybody could ever have. And you can get to know them through their resources. I don't say that lightly. This isn't a shill. This is me being able to say there are few people I know that I know what they carry is a reflection so beautifully of who they are. You want to get to know them. You want to receive them from them. You want to learn from them. You want them to impart from you. Go to portout.org. And ben, uh, Jody, give your husband Ben a big hug for me. Um, yeah, and I'll thanks, see you guys bro. soon, if nothing else, for one yeah. of the, the great coffees that you make. Come on, <laughs> we'll put on the machine. <laughs> All right, great. See you soon. Thank you again for being with us. And let me go here too. And as always, I want to thank all of you that joined us for this episode of Heroes Arise. Don't forget, March 20th and 21st, we've got our free live webinar, our training and empowerment series. This is going to be on the power of the secret place. Go to patriciakingministries.com and you can register for that. It's all free, but if you register, you'll get the link to the private live stream we do for all of you who join us for those. And then March 24th through 26th, we've got our Man Camp East Coast 2022 event, our annual weekend of brotherhood breakthrough and adventure. Go to menonthefrontlines.com and you can get all the information about that, register for that. But if you have any questions, just email me, robert at menonthefrontlines.com. All right, everybody, thanks so much. Go out there, be part of God's solution, and I'll see you back here again next week for another Heroes Arise. Ready for more? Go to roberthotchkin.com for more teachings, more resources, and more information about Robert Hodgkin Ministries and Men on the Front Lines.